0: Welcome to the Vegology podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in the judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt.
1: Welcome to this week's episode.
0: Welcome back, folks.
1: This week, we are going to be discussing some great plant-based cooking hacks. Whether you're new to plant-based cooking or a seasoned vet, everyone loves quick little tips that can save you time and or money, or even just a clever way to add more flavor to your meal.
0: I know I love it when I discover a quick little shortcut or a great penny-pinching discovery.
1: No doubt.
0: No doubt.
1: (laughs) No doubt, no diggity. No diggity. (laughs) All right, but before we dive into it, uh, let's talk about a little bit of happy haps that went on. So we hope that you all had a great weekend. We actually had a very lovely Sunday. A local cat cafe called Per Cup Cafe within walking distance from our condo. Uh, very convenient, hosted a Mardi Gras event to raise money for Hurricane Ida victims in Louisiana. And they had vegan beignets there and fun drinks like coffee from Café Dumont and adult root beer floats as well.
0: Yeah, and what did I get as my exotic beverage? I got a beer. A beer. (laughs) Because like most people, I don't like coffee.
1: That's not most people. (laughs) And you know that. We've been over this many, many times, even on this podcast. Uh,
0: But also, in addition, (laughs) I don't like root beer. So neither of them were good for me, but they did have a lovely hazy ipa from brooklyn brewing so i was was very happy to have that i believe it was called pulp art
1: yeah if you run across that definitely try it it was good and then we continued Mets beer binging at compass rose brewery um where they had a really nice outdoor area um, that was shaded because it was kind of hot on sunday and we sat outside and enjoyed some ipas And we were a little put off that they had zero COVID safety precautions in place. And I'm pretty sure it's a requirement here in Raleigh still that masks are required. And we were the only people sitting outside and the only people wearing masks when inside. It was kind of crazy and bizarre.
0: Yeah, it still is a little peculiar to me in general, just putting the whole COVID thing aside, that when it's reasonably nice outside, that everyone still wants to be inside,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: especially if there's a pandemic but like I said just take COVID out of the equation it's pretty nice outside why wouldn't you be outside yeah but we were the only ones which was great for us which
1: is fine (laughs) I was okay
0: with it it's very confusing
1: yeah but it was a lovely day and it was great just to sit outside and we were actually planning our podcast for the rest of the year uh, while we were there enjoying a brew so that was good lots of fun stuff to come people and then for dinner Sunday night, we had Beyond Meat Meatball Subs with Violife Parmesan and mature cheddar cheese with marinara on a crusty deli roll. And it was so good.
0: Yeah, and it was a crusty deli roll that we turned into a garlic bread.
1: Yes. We put butter and garlic on it, and then we put the meatballs on. Oh, no! You put the cheese on first, right? And then That's the true. meatballs on top, and then the marinara. Oh no! You cook the meatballs in the marinara.
0: That's right. You got Matt get that. made
1: this entire meal. So you got to get that marinara. To,
0: you got to get that marinara to soak into the meatballs, so you cook them all together. Mm-hmm. And we use Earth balanced butter and some garlic and. It was wonderful.
1: It was very, very good. And yes, we're still working through the leftovers from our Beyond Meat taste testing last That's
0: week. That's right. We still have some of them <laughs> <laughs> floating around.
1: <laughs> so you'll probably be hearing about our meals <laughs> that to include Beyond Meat products for quite a while. <laughs> there were a lot. All right. And then we do have a product review. Uh, we have not tried it, but I guess it's more of a product alert. Impossible Chicken Nuggets are here. So we talked about Beyond Meat Chicken Nuggets last week. Well, Impossible came out with their own. They're only available in limited quantity right now. So they are available in select grocery stores and restaurants. If you want to see if it's in your area, you can search if it's available by going to their website, Impossible Foods website. And they have an area there where you can do a search on your location. And of course, we'll provide a link in the show notes for you. For easy access.
0: I look forward to trying them.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't know what to expect because I had Beyond Meat chicken products before, but for Impossible Foods, this is completely new.
0: And in reality, I'm just trying to find yet another excuse to eat that Whole Foods 365 barbecue sauce.
1: I know. So. Which
0: I just think is the greatest stuff in the whole world. So (laughs) I will get some chicken nuggets and dip them in that barbecue sauce.
1: You just want a vehicle for that BBQ. All right, are you ready to get into some plant-based cooking hacks? Let's do it. All right, so we have 10 super clever plant-based cooking tips for you today. We're going to roll right into it with tip number one. And our number one tip when starting out on a plant-based diet is to continue making your favorite meals, but just veganize them. It's a great way to learn more about plant-based cooking while still enjoying similar meals that you love and know. And of course, if you need some inspiration, you can go back and listen to some of our past Veganize It Challenge episodes. Those episodes specifically take a non-vegan recipe and we show you how to veganize it. So it's a great way to get you started. And then also we have our Vegan Swaps Workshop, which can help you greatly veganize your favorite meals and foods. You can; It's not open for enrollment right now, but you can join the wait list and we'll add that link to the show notes as well. And as soon as we know when the cart's going to open, you will be notified.
0: Yeah, it's super easy. You don't have to worry about creating all new recipes or ideas or foods you're not used to. You just take what you like and veganize it.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you ever have any questions, you can feel free to email us if there's something specific that you're not sure how to veganize and you want to know. We're happy to help you out. So hello at Don't be shy. All right. Tip number two. Maddie Mo.
0: Tip number two is use calinamic, a.k.a. black salt. You can use that in tofu or egg salad recipes for an egg-like taste now don't be fooled it's called black salt but it's actually pink in color (laughs) black salt has a sulfury taste that mimics egg flavor the best place to find it for cheap because you know we love saving pennies here at vegology is at an indian market so if you have an indian market near you go hit them up it's your best bet to find it on the cheap and if you don't check out amazon because you can get it there too
1: Yeah. And it's not expensive on Amazon. You can get little packs of them and it lasts you a long time for fairly cheap as well. So it's, you're not going to break the bank either way. And we also use the black salt in our vegan deviled egg recipe. We certainly
0: do. It's perfect for that.
1: You can use it in a lot of different things. So definitely a good tip. So if you're not familiar with this, is it the first time you're hearing about it? You definitely want to give it a go. Next up, tip number three, adding an acid like apple cider vinegar or lemon juice to any plant-based milk will create buttermilk. So a vegan version of buttermilk is super simple, just two ingredients, one cup of soy milk, for example, to one tablespoon of acid. So that's an example of what you would want to do. And you just mix it up and let it sit for 5 to 10 minutes or until it starts to curdle. At that point, you can use in any recipe that calls for buttermilk. I think most of the time when we do this, we're making pancakes.
0: Yeah, that's usually our go-to.
1: Yeah, but very clever trick there. Super simple.
0: This next one is also a little time-saving hack. When you're looking at your food labels, just go to the bottom where allergy information is listed. It will save you... All the overwhelm and time reading through the long list of ingredients, if there's any milk or eggs used, they will be listed there.
1: Yeah, any common allergens like milk, eggs, nuts, even shellfish, they're going to be listed in that allergy section. It's listed right below the list of ingredients so sometimes which we hope you're not buying too many products with an extensive ingredient list but if you do come across one every once in a while and you're reading through it just know that that's just an easy way let your eyes go down there and you can see right away whether it contains any milk or eggs our next tip is liquid smoke is great for savory meaty flavor especially good for vegan bacon. We use it mostly in that or when we're making like a vegan roast out of seitan. It can be found at most grocery stores even mainstream grocery stores. It is just liquid smoke. It comes in a bottle and it's fairly inexpensive. I think it's only like a dollar Something There you go. For a bottle. And it lasts you forever. So inexpensive, very common. If you can't find it in your grocery store, I forget what section it's usually in. I don't remember where we usually, usually where the condiments are, but I don't know specifically. So if you can't find it at your grocery store, ask somebody because more than likely they do have it. Because again, it is pretty common. But yeah, liquid smoke is awesome. Our next tip is to use coconut milk to make whipped cream. Super simple, all you have to do is put one can of full fat coconut milk or coconut cream in the refrigerator and just chill it overnight. Don't shake it though, let it go, don't shake it, just take it out and then when you open it, you'll see that there will be a thick layer on top and all you need to do is scoop that out and leave the clear liquid behind. You can use that in smoothies or in other recipes if you want to, if you want to save it, but you're not going to use it for the whipped cream. Then after you scoop out that thick layer of cream on top, you're going to whip it with a hand or stand mixer until the consistency is... Similar to whipped cream. And you'll get those delightful peaks, stiff peaks that you get with whipped cream. And then, if you want to add a little extra flavor or sweetness, then just add some vanilla, pure vanilla extract or powdered sugar to the mix. And voila, you have whipped cream.
0: Whipped cream. Next, we have a favorite of mine because it involves saving some pennies. <laughs> Storing fresh herbs. When you buy those herbs, you bring them home, bring them home, give them a thorough washing. Make sure you trim the bottom off them and add them to a glass or a ball jar with some water in it, and they will last longer and save you money in the long run. Now, we do this all... Well, we used to do this all the time before we got the new baby kitties, and we'd store them right on our windowsill in the window, but they kind of destroyed that. So now we keep them at a much higher level on one of the counters.
1: hmm. And even if you get home from the store and your herbs are kind of wilted once you put them once you do as matt said as he instructed you have them in a jars with water they will perk up again so even though if you get them home and they're kind of wilty you can revive them
0: yeah i always feel better after a bath and a drink too so i know plants are no different no different
1: that's right (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, we have a tip for avocados. Now, buying in bulk is a great way to save money. If you buy avocados in bulk and you're waiting for them to get ripe, they all reach the right point pretty much at the same time, but you can't eat them all at once unless you're making like a huge batch of guacamole or something. Now, when you get home, a tip is to just throw a few of them in the fridge and then a couple days later, throw in a few more. That way you're staggering the ripening time on them.
0: Yeah, no doubt. The refrigerator will slow down the ripening of them. This is another favorite of mine because I love avocados and I love buying them in bulk. They can be a little expensive if you buy them individually. But even though I love them so much, your window of opportunity to eat them when they're ripe is very, very small. So you end up with like six or seven or eight avocados ripe at once. Then you can't eat them all because within the day they're all bad. hmm So this is a great way to, again, save some pennies.
1: No doubt. Maddie, tip number nine.
0: Tip number nine is fat is a good thing. What?
1: What? (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) Fat equals flavor, so don't be too shy about it. But there is a healthier way to go about it. So a great, healthier way to add fat to something would be to add some avocados, some nuts, some seeds, soy milk, tofu olive oil and avocado oil these are all great ways to add a little bit of fat to your meal and that fat brings some flavor
1: Mm -hmm. so when you're cooking fat is actually a good thing fat equals flavor but you also don't want to go overboard with it and tip number 10 our last tip the key to making food taste great is flavoring this actually applies to all food not just plant-based What you want to do is just experiment with different spices and dried and fresh herbs. You can even create your own seasoning blends. So, for example, we have a sea salt and thyme blend that we absolutely love. And it's so good. We sprinkle it on everything.
0: It is quite delightful.
1: And that is our top 10 cooking hacks for the week.
0: Yeah, we hope that you can find a way to use some of these hacks in your own kitchen. Maybe use some hacks of your own. What is your favorite hack? We'd love to know, so send us an email at at hellovegology.com and share it with us.
1: Yeah, we'd love to know. We like tips.
0: We love tips. I
1: know. This is our second tip episode, by the way. We do have another episode where we talk about some kitchen hacks. And if you want to keep these hacks rolling and learn a little bit more, check out episode 20, Clever Kitchen Hacks. There you go. There you go. All right. We hope you have a fabulous week. If you like this episode, please share it and give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: Please and thank you.
1: Please and thank you. All right. Have a good one. We'll chat with you in the next episode. Peace
0: Peace and love. love.